supposed to be, not because she posted something, because she didn't post something. Trust and success. This is literal possession. Because I met with a dad, um, very wealthy man in Granite Bay, and he said, you know, my, my son's out of control. So we're talking about it. He goes, I have no idea why he's out of control. I have no idea if it's out of control. I have no idea. He said this like 10 times. But at the end of the conversation, he said, man, this really cool thing I just got for my son. Uh, you put it in the driveway, and it automatically retrieves the basketball for him so he doesn't have to chase the basketball anywhere. It costs $5,000. And I said, okay, let's go back to the beginning of the conversation where you said you don't know how your son got out of control and you bought him a $5,000 I don't have to chase a basketball machine? All right, let's keep going. I don't want to interrupt you. Question two is, why put my faith in God? The answer is really simple. Only God is trustworthy. Your kids need to know this. If your child has an experience at church that's disappointing, it should not shake their faith. I'm going to say that again. I know one gal, my wife and I were counseling, and she left the faith, and the main reason was she went to a summer camp, and she was carrying a top with spaghetti straps, and some counselor told her to go and change. This is a child that was not taught to put, this is a child that was inferred to put expectations on leaders and people, not on people. Why are so many Christian leaders failing, by the way? We've got a, just a rash of moral failures in Christianity. It's because we've gotten into a celebrity format of Christian leadership. Listen to me. There is one celebrity in Christianity. Teach your children. There is one, only one who will never disappoint you. I'll disappoint you. Your mom will disappoint you. Your pastor will disappoint you. Your youth pastor will disappoint you. Your brothers will disappoint you. Your sisters will disappoint you. You're going to have kids someday, and guess what? They're going to disappoint you the most. There is one celebrity, one hero, one person we look to, and we all know that person is Dave Burns. Okay, I'm glad you're still with me. It's Jesus, right? Okay. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All have sinned. Sometimes we just walk around. I'll, be, I'll just say to my kids, look at that, sinner, 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 sinner. Sinner, 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 sinner. Sinner, sinner, sinner. Um, let's move on. Question number three. How do I put or renew my faith in God? Okay. What is faith? It's when I decide to trust or depend on Jesus, period. So, this, this is a main theme in the way I teach because of the way I was kind of thinking. I grew up in the Catholic home. Anyone here grow up Catholic church family, Lutheran, any of those? Yeah. And I had a good experience with that because we didn't go to Catholic church a lot. We didn't go to Catholic mass a lot, four or five times a year. I did the CCD program one year. I learned a few things. Once I became a born-again Christian, I understood what I learned. Uh, but I had, a, I had a good experience with the Catholic church, and they taught me some good things. Then I had an encounter with Christ. I had an encounter and then was invited to a Young Life group that met in a Presbyterian church. So I started going to the Presbyterian church. And I learned a ton there, especially from a couple just elder mentors there that were really into the Bible. And then from there I went off to college and I got involved in an organization called High Alpha Christian Ministry. Found out later it was part of the Sons of God. I ended up being a missionary with the Sons of God to university students for 27 years in the 
assemblies of God, which is the Pentecostal denomination. So I was Catholic, Presbyterian, uh, and then I forgot to tell you, I did two years where I volunteered as the 30-hour-a-week youth pastor for a small Baptist church. So I went Catholic, Presbyterian, Baptist, Assemblies of God. What does that make me denominationally? Simple. I'm a Catholic, Carian, Baptocostal. And back in my day, Dave, you'll, you'll remember this. In the, in the 70s, when you got saved, first of all, the second you got saved, they handed you a guitar. Everyone had to have a guitar. Our worship team was 14 guitars, none of us playing the same rhythm. And, uh, but also, what they called you when you got saved in the 70s was a Jesus person. Late 60s and 70s. I want to bring that back. I think the world needs Jesus people. Now, I want to tell you, I love Presbyterians. I learned a lot of them. Some of my favorite teaching pastors come from that tradition. I love Baptists. Uh, Bob, Dr. Bob Utley, if you've ever want to hear some great theology, get Dr. Bob Utley's uh, messages and teachings in your life. I, I, I can tell you, I, I'm ability to take the Bible and listen to different things and get, uh, but I want to tell you, I'm not in this for Presbyterians. I'm not in this for Baptists. I'm not in this for Bayside. I'm not in this for any subset of doctrines. I'm not in this for anything but the fact that Jesus Christ came into my life, forgave me, gave me direction, and showed me that he was the only trustworthy one. Jesus, period, end of story. That's what faith is. I want to ask you this week, get back to just that. Be dependent on Jesus. And then second of all, realize all the disappointments, that's, that's part of it. Everyone that let you down, that's part of it. Only God is trustworthy. When you discover only God is trustworthy, you have a choice there. You can either lean into Jesus more or become cynical. You either go, man, I pity all of the brokenness of sin, and I want to help, and I'm going for Jesus. Or you could start going, well, that's intense for what they said. I wasn't a part of that meeting. Those bigots just sing their masks off. All of that comes to question three. How do I put my faith in God, or how do I renew my faith in God? And this is simply why this week is so important. And here's what the passage tells us. Simply ask. Simply ask. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call upon him. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's Romans 12. Uh, uh, that's Romans 10. What it says here is that when we believe God, what we're doing is we're calling on God. What did Jesus say? Ask and you'll be granted. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Revelation 3 is not written to non-Christians. It's written to the church. I stand at the door and knock. Anyone who opens the door, I'll come in and I'll eat with them. What am I asking God to do this week? I'll tell you what I'm asking God to do. I'm asking God to make my faith more biblical, which means more dependent on the person of Jesus. I'm asking God to help me overcome disappointments and even harm and hurt I've experienced and learning again that he is so trustworthy. And I'm asking 
things in doing faith. I'm asking God to strengthen my faith. Can I pray, please? Father God, I pray for every person in this room that before we deal with any issue in their family, their marriage, their kids, or their grandkids, that you would renew their faith. Let this be a journey this week of renewing their faith. God, I pray for those of us that have subtly wandered into putting our dependence into self, that we've subtly wandered to putting our dependence, our trust into what our culture thinks, that we've subtly wandered into relying on something other than you. And I ask that this would be a reboot week, a restart week, a renewal week. And Lord, I pray that we would simply ask that there would be moments of prayer as we're walking along the path, as we're laying in our bed at night, or first thing as we wake up, that there would be moments of sincere prayer, God, not just listening to a sermon here or there, but truly pressing into you. God, I pray the most spiritual and renewing moment would not happen during Phil's teaching or mine or during Brian's worship, but Father God, I pray that you would come and meet people as we seek you and do it. God, give us a faith tougher than our tongue. Give us a faith more resilient than all of the brokenness in the world. Give us faith in you. I ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said. I can't tell you how excited I am right now. Kurt, Arlo, you know why? Because we have a pool of automobiles here that uh, we, we have people driving around.